Multiple lacerations. Cause of death, blood loss. The body was found by local fishermen. Suspects, uh, most likely bottlenose dolphins. The poor, poor boys never stood a chance. Dark-coloured back and white underside. Uh, harbour, porpoise. Somewhere around a hundred teeth from the looks of it, quite mature. The sex, from the small size given sexual dimorphism in the species, male. Looks like he's been tagged. Huh. There are some uh, lacerations, as well as the blunt force trauma. Seems the spinal cord may have been severed. It was not his lucky day. Fuck. Uh, remember to phone... Uh, Mike? Mike, For the last I... time, Scott, it's Dr. Truesdale, not Mike. I reserve the use of Mike for close friends and family, certainly not interns. Mr. Truesdale. And I'd appreciate it if you recognise the eight years I devoted to earning my PhD, Scott. Dr. Truesdale? Yes, Scott. Can I... No. You don't know what I was going to ask you. I do. You don't know, you know. You just think you do. You were about to ask me if you could get a selfie with the dead porpoise, weren't you, Scott? That was what you were going to ask. No. Really? Enlighten me. What was it you were going to ask? I was going to ask if you could take a photo of me with it for the block. No. Dr. Truesdale, please, I need photos of stuff like this. It'll add a ton of credibility to my dissertation. Maybe you should focus on writing said dissertation rather than taking pictures for your blog. And more likely, Facebook. Do you even know what it's going to be on yet? Come on, Doc, don't be like that. It'd have to be professional... Respectful, even not, not dabbing like the sea lion carcass. It wouldn't. Or a thumbs up like the sperm whale. It was really cool. Maybe even try to look like you're actually working. Do it before I change my mind. Awesome. You're a bay, Doctor Drew. Okay, photo privileges revoked. I am sorry. You're a great man and scientist. Better. Now put on some gloves and look like you at least know where the scapula is. Right. There you go. I'm going to head back to the Earl, and so should you if you don't want to be marooned here. Shouldn't we take it with us? Give it a burial at sea? Scott, it lived and died at sea. A burial at sea is what it already had. It literally just washed up here. Could we bury it at land, then? That would be like its version of a burial at sea. It would be like it finally made it. No, Scott. No. I'm heading back to the ship and I'm leaving you here. I'm going to bring the porpoise. Don't bring the porpoise. If you're set on doing something for it, pull the tag out. I can investigate that later. But do not bring the carcass. I don't want it stinking out the earl. It takes ages to get rid of that rotting porpoise smell. Okie dokie doc. Removing the tag. Removing the tag. How do I do that? I don't know. I've only ever put the buggers in. Just sort of... Rip it out. I'm sure it won't mind. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, that's vile. It all just came away in my hands. Why does that blood have to be red? Why couldn't it be green? It looks so real. That's because it is real, Scott. So who did it? Did what, Scott? Who killed it? Scott. How am I meant to deduce what, or indeed who, pulled the proverbial trigger on it by examining it for a mere five minutes? Sherlock Holmes could. Sherlock Holmes is a fictional character, Scott. 
He also had the added benefit of Conan Doyle knowing who did it beforehand. There's nothing to it if your writer tells you who the killer is. Come on, Doc. You're like a genius. If we took him with us, I'm sure you'd be able to solve it. No. Please. Fine, let's have a look. Ooh, it was a left-handed stonemason who spent some time in the Merchant Navy. Case solved. Let's go. Oh, you're not even looking at it. I'm sure we could carry it back to the Earl. We could also drown ourselves or listen to Barry Manilow. Capability doesn't equal necessity. I'm quite capable of being unhappy without the need for a porpoise carcass. If you want me to solve it, take some pictures. They'll last longer. See you back at the boat in ten or not. You pick. Searching for clues, searching with me, I'm searching with you. Finding the answers under the sea, could it be you, or could it be me? True style! Good morning, Jerome. Good three in the morning. Ah, yes, uh, time difference. Why are you calling me now, then? Because Mr. I-won't-answer-my-emails won't answer his emails. Ah, about those. My email was hacked by a Nigerian prince. He was my cousin, actually. Turns out I was his last living relative and he needed a small loan of a million pounds to get out of the country. It's a small world. Mike, listen to me, Mike. You've already spent the advance. You are contractually obligated to write this fucking book. You can't spend your life on that tiny boat jerking off. Uh, That's not fair. It's a research vessel. We research. It's not even university-funded research. No one asked you to go and look at reef fish. It is a vanity project. This novel has actually been commissioned. People actually want you to write this. No one cares about any of your stupid papers. Look, Mike, I gave you half a year on faith and I didn't even press you for a first draft till January. But this is getting ridiculous. Have you... have you actually written anything at all? In a sense, yes. In a more literal one, no. (sighs) You need to write this novel, Mike. I don't want to pry into your financials, but I don't... I don't think they can afford the contract termination fees. The deep blue silence was a phenomenon. It was genius. Please, 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 do not be a one-hit wonder. I have a lot going on, Jerome. I've had a lot going on this last year. You know that. And that's why I haven't been pressing you, but I can't play nice any longer. It's in your best interest to get this goddamn book written. Send me all your notes on it. At least assuage my fear. Let me sleep again. You have got the notes, right? I have ideas. Uh, None written down, though. (sighs) God damn it, Mike. Yeah, it's not great. I need something to show Beaton by the end of next week. A first chapter and a plan, at least. An idea for a novel. Even just a fantasy of one. A title, at least. That would be great. I can do that. Please. Please do. I will. Anyway, I've got to go. We're uh, heading into a tropical storm right now. Bye! don't monster. Wanted me to write on such a beautiful day.
Wow. That weather really took a turn for the worse, Doc. Yes. Thank you, Scott. I mean, it just came out of nowhere. Yes, I know, Scott. It's like a storm or something. Yes, I said thank you, Scott. That signifies an end to the conversation. I have thanked you for your conversation and want no more of it, Okay. Okay. I wonder whose ship that is, though. What ship? The one over there. They seem to be enjoying the storm, at least. Hello, boat. This is Princess Diana speaking. <clears throat> Princess Diana. Princess Diana, this is the Earl. Over. Woo! Parte L. Want to come aboard? We're going all night, and we're travelling east across the time zone, so that should last forever. What are you wearing, Earl? Over. Over. Sorry? You have to say over. Over. So I know it's over. Over. Uh, so what are you wearing, Earl? Over. Earl's a ship. I'm Scott. Over. Ooh, Scott. Such a tease. Over. Um, I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt, boxers and a dressing gown. Over. Nice. My name's Gail, by the way, not Princess Diana. Want to come over and join the party, Scott? You can bring your lightsaber. We'll have smoke, have a good time. Come over. Over. Can I? No. Please. No, you remember the endurance? I certainly don't. I'm sure Princess Diana will end just as badly. I have videos of the endurance somewhere. I thought you were going to delete them. I thought you had deleted them. Yep, I have. I have deleted them. That is what I did. Scott. Princess Diana. Princess Diana, this is the Earl. Well, Scott. I'm afraid I can't come over. Over. Uh, why not? Over. We're a research vessel. Researching... What are we researching? We're investigating the migration of reef fish in light of warming oceans. We're investigating reef fish and oceans. Sadly, they only come out at night, so we must remain vigilant. No partying tonight, as it is prime reef fish time. Over. Ah, oh, don't have permission from your mummy, Scott. Over. He's not my mother. Over. I can confirm that I am indeed not his mother. I'm in fact the man who employs him. Over. Debatable. Over. I have given you money for your services. That fulfills the definition of employment. Over. Once, since we started six months ago. Over. Definition still stands. Over. Yeah. Good luck with that. Over. Goodbye. Over. Over. That went well. Yeah, I thought so too. I'm going to have a look at that tag now. What has swag? The porpoise... I, I mean, no, the, the porpoise has a tag? The, the one you pulled out of it, remember? Why's he got one of those, then? Scott, what are you studying? Oh, I know this one. Marine biology. So, why do we tag animals? Do we tag animals? Yes. What do we do that for? Right. OK. Interesting. Have they committed a crime? My Uncle Basil, he did, and they tagged him. Uh, what did your uncle do? I don't know. We don't talk about it. Well, no, they did not commit a crime. That's a shame. Why is that? Well, it would have offered motive. Motive? Yeah, like if the porpoise was a known offender, like if he had a record. 
Maybe he fell back into his old habits. Maybe he returned to the grubby underworld and he got him killed. The grubby underworld of the sea? Maybe he tried to rob a shark or something. Of what? Sharks don't have hands. What could it possibly possess to be stolen? I don't know. Maybe an egg. Okay, some of them do lay eggs. I'll, I'll give you that. But I hope you also know there are some live-bearing ones as well. Sure, yeah. Of course. Okay, so, going off of your theory, uh, this formerly criminal porpoise was tagged for his nefarious ways, fell back on hard times and decided to steal a shark's egg, which ultimately resulted in his death at the hands of said shark or buddies. Am I correct? Yeah. No. God, just... Just not. We tag animals to keep track of their migrations and to differentiate between those we've already counted to give a better population estimate. They allow us to analyse dive patterns and hunting behaviour alongside the interbreeding of, in this case, porpoise communities. How have you got this far without... Never mind. How's the cooking going? A-OK, Dr T. Never say that. Ever. Say... It's going well, or even a simple, all right. Not A-OK, Dr. T. I liked it. Made you sound like Ice-T. Ice-T? American rapper and all-round polymath. You must know Ice-T, Doc. How do you know the word polymath? (laughs) How else am I supposed to compliment multi-talented rappers? He's like a genius. My idol. Did you know he had the first hip-hop album to have an explicit content sticker? Rhyme pays. Clever. Yeah, it's a pun. Mm, not really. It's more of a wordplay. Nah, so that requires a beat. I'm sorry? Wordplay. Like Eminem shit. His wordplay is fly. You know, the construction of bars and lines and rhymes created by deliberate mispronunciation of assonance. Multiple rhyme patterns and words with double and triple meanings. Wordplay. Requires a beat, Doc. Scott, literally the last definition was the only accurate one. You do realise that wordplay existed long before rapping. If anything, they appropriated it. Doc, you never use the A word with rap. Never say appropriation. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realise it was a punishable offence. No worries, Dr. True. Here's your Stir Friday Stir Fry. Thank you, Scott. You never cease to amaze me. Oh, you're amazing too, Dr. True. <clears throat> yeah, anyway... You were, you were wrong earlier, by the way. You're going to have to narrow it down, Doc. When you said that the porpoise dying on land was like it finally made it, that's not true. Once upon a time, they lived on land like us. Then they went back to the sea. Porpoises, dolphins, whales, they're all cetaceans, mammals like us. That's why whales have to come up to breathe, because they lost their gills. They're conscious breathers. Even when they're asleep, they have to remember to do it, otherwise they drown, which I find quite funny. Sometimes I think they had the right idea, though, returning to the sea. So, are you going to solve Finn's death? Finn? I named the porpoise. I thought it would humanise it, make you care. It doesn't. Don't call it that. You can't call it by its real name. It was probably click, click, click. Why do you care about it so much? Who cares if we know how it died or not? It's just one porpoise. I care. It matters to me. I'd want someone to care if I died. I'd want people to know why it happened. I'd want justice. It's a porpoise, Scott. Animals die all the time. People die all the time. 150,000 people die every day. Do you think every one of them gets justice? Do you think someone cares about every single one of them? Maybe. 
No, Scott. The dead outnumber the living about 15 to 1. Since the first point at which scientists said that, that is what a human is, there have been about 114 billion people at least. How many of those do you think are remembered? How many of those do people care about? A hundredth if we're lucky. Do you understand entropy, Scott? Entropy? What about thermodynamics in general? Heat cannot of itself pass from one body to a hotter body. The second law of thermodynamics? Things like to roll down hills, Scott. My point is that the universe is going to keep expanding and expanding until it eventually dies of heat death and there's nothing left. No big crunch, no second big bang, no cyclic universe, just this here moment. And in the long run, we as a species have been around for less than a second compared to the universe and will be around for barely any of the rest. For the vast majority of the universe's life, it will be nothing. A sea of photons at best, getting further and further away from each other. Finn's death doesn't matter. Oh my god, you used his name! Yes, Dr. True! That's not... that wasn't the point. You care. No, I don't. Focus on the big speech about the meaninglessness of life. Focus on that bit. Jesus, what is wrong with you? Also, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Why it died doesn't matter. Well, what does matter to you, Doc? The real mystery is why it was here at all. Harbour porpoises tend to be around northern coastal waters. Sure, the Philippines is north of the equator, or 1,000 miles. I mean, that sounds a lot. It's not. Not like the UK, uh, North America or Japan, the usual habitats of harbour porpoises. If I had to guess, based off the slightly stunted growth even for a male, it was raised in captivity. Maybe it was uh, being transported from one aquarium to another. Most of them die during transit, and very few are bred successfully, so they're of great value to aquariums, even though they're not an endangered species. It seems far-fetched, but I have a suspicion it escaped. See, you're solving. That's solving. No, it's not. That has nothing to do with its death. No one has hunted it down and shot it as a fugitive, Scott. You should look at the photos I took. If I had them printed out, you could lay them around you in a circle. That's what David Bowie did. David Bowie wasn't a detective, Scott. You used it for writing. It was a collage thing. Decoupage. Bless you. Let's solve it together. I can be your... Don't say Watson. Robin. That's somehow worse. Come on. I'll look at the photos for you. I'll be your eyes. But I'll use my mouth to tell your ears, that way you can imagine it, with your brain. No. Teamwork. Right. There's a porpoise. It's probably dead. It is dead, Scott. Maybe not at this point in the photo. I forgot to check for a pulse. That... Just keep going. There's a lot of blood. Like it's been stabbed. Or shocked. Lots of blood, actually. Way more than I remember. What about bruises? See any of those? That's the spirit. No, not really. Maybe a few. Just a lot of cuts. Lacerations. Call them lacerations. Just a lot of lacerations. Notice anything about the lacerations, Scott? They cut deep? They're uniform length and spread equidistantly across the torso. What's that mean? It means it was means nothing, Scott. I really couldn't care less about a dead porpoise. I'm going to smoke on deck for a bit. Don't stop, you almost did it. I could see the, you're probably wondering why I gathered you all here today speech in sight. I'm going out to smoke, Scott. Tidy the ship and wash the stove, it's your turn on the rotor. It's funny how your rotor never lands on you, Doc. Mm. Don't know what you're talking about. It's a perfectly impartial wheel. What we really need is a housekeeper. Boat, house... Keep Someone who cleans who isn't us. I doubt they'd last long. I can't see us being able to pay them. No. I don't imagine we'd treat them very well either. 
Anyway, the wheel doesn't bear any further investigation. Not when there are so many dead porpoises in the world. Night, Doc. Night, Scott. You're not going to sleep yet? No, I'm going to find out what institution is tracking our John Doe, the porpoise. Doc? Yes, Scott? Would you pick the blue pill or the red pill? I don't know, Scott. From the looks of the tag, it's a it's a Japanese station. I need to give them a ring. Give them the bad news. Shit! What? Oh, my head! Shit, shit, shit! Oh, I think I'm dying. Scott, I really need you to shut up right now. Why? What's going on? Ugh. I forgot to phone her. Who? Her. Her? Oh. Oh, shit! Yeah, so what I really need, Scott, is for you to die quietly while I phone her. Can do, Dr. T. What's the international code? Uh, 4-4, four, four, then... What's the number? Where is it? On the board. Pink post-it. Oh, God. Right. It's ringing. No answer. Still ringing. What time would it be? Is it too late? Have I missed it? <sighs> Hi, Stephen. It's it's Mike. Uh, I was wondering if I could have a word with Lauren to, to wish her a happy birthday and all. Mike, it's late. You're going to have to keep it brief. I'm so, sorry about this. The, 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 the signal's not great in the Philippines. I, I've been trying to call all day. All I need is five minutes. Alright. I'll go find her. Lauren, that's your father. Breathe in and out, Dr. T. In and out. Hey, Dad. Hey, monkey. How you doing? Alright. How's your birthday been? Good. Pretty long, though. Did you get my gift? The Kleiner's Dolphin now. Yeah, it's cool. Where did you pick it up? Uh, from the aptly named Shell Beach in Australia. You can find billions of shells there, some deposited over 4,000 years ago. Neat. How was the party? Was it good? It was okay. Dad? Yes, sweetheart? You're not coming back anytime soon, are you? Uh, no. Not for some time. I'll be back before Christmas. Like World War One soldiers said they would be. No, I, I will be back. You have my word. Okay. How's stuff going with school? All right. Ups and downs. I got the part for the play, though. You auditioned for a play? Yeah, Hamlet. Who are you playing? Ophelia or Gertrude? I'm not playing a woman, actually. I played Claudius myself once. Him and uh, Julius Caesar at university. Who'd you go for? Hamlet. Titular character? Brilliant. Yeah, it's exciting. Did you know the first person to play Hamlet on film was a woman? I didn't. Sarah Burhart. <clears throat> Tis sweet and commendable in your nature, Hamlet, to give these morning duties to your father. But you must know your father lost a father, that father lost, lost his, and the survivor bound in filial obligation for some term to do obsequious sorrow. But to preserve her in obstinate condolment is a course of impious stubbornness. Or how about this one? Oh, yet defend me, friends, I am but hurt. Here, thou incestuous, murderous Damdane, drink of this potion. Is thy union here? Follow my mother. Brilliant. <laughs> You'll have to get your mother to film it for me. Yeah. Sure. Actually, I'll find her now. You can talk to her for a uh, bit. You don't have to. I, I want to talk to you, Lauren. 
It's your birthday. Found her. Here you go. Right, no, uh... Hello. Hi, Mike. Hey, you, uh... <clears throat> Scott, go outside. But it's cold, Doc. I'll freeze to death. No, you won't. Out you go. That's a pirate life. Good. Good? Good, good. Where are you now? Just north of Sorskin. You're still in the Philippines? Yep. When do you think you'll be back? Before Christmas. Mike, you need to come back. She's getting older and you're missing it. She sounds like she's doing well. She is on the whole. At least Stephen's there. Don't be like that. Like what? Infantile. I'm not being infantile. Being infantile would be if I pointed out that he's an idiot who couldn't even get a bachelor's degree. What kind of a job is assistant chef anyway? He's the sous chef of a Michelin star restaurant, Mike. They just give them out for nothing these days. You're deflecting. She's still your daughter. Stephen being here doesn't change that. Yeah, well, he'll do a better job than I would have. He's my partner, Mike. He's her stepdad. You are still her father. You should be here. You may not realise it, but you're going to regret missing these moments. What good am I to her? I thought I couldn't love. Mike, it slipped out. I know you love her, and in your own way, you love me. But this isn't about you and me. Do you think I don't know why you're calling right now? The signal is is very... I know you forgot, Mike. What time is it even at your end? There's, what, a seven-hour time difference? Three in the morning. We were in a storm earlier. I I had to stay up to navigate it. I I have a lot going on. I I didn't miss it. It just slipped my mind for a bit. No, I guess you didn't miss it. You could have been here in person, though. No one is barring you from being here. It's your own self-imposed exile. I'm not in exile. I'm working. One day this research will mean something. It's about fucking reef fish. You're not mapping the human genome, Mike. You acted like a child. Of course. Children are known for their scientific papers. (laughs) You're an idiot. I know. Please just talk to me. I'll be back before Christmas. Why aren't you here now? Uh, That would require faster than light travel. I I haven't quite mastered that one yet. What about Lauren? She doesn't need me there. She'll she'll do better for it. How would you know? I know because I know me. I'm not good with people. I'm not good at being a person. I I can't do the whole father thing. Okay. (laughs) That's bullshit and you know it. You are perfectly capable of being a good father. It may not come naturally to you, but that's a good thing. You consider stuff more. Name one example of good parenting. Lauren's first birthday. You rugby tackled that guy eating nuts because you weren't sure if she was allergic. Had to go back as far as her first birthday, huh? I peaked pretty early, didn't I? The time you stayed up all night making that Link costume for her? I mean, it was hideous and you cannot so to save your life, but that was good parenting. Yeah, but... I'm not finished. You need to stop fetishising your own sadness and be her dad. She deserves to have you as a father. I do love her, you know. I know you do. And I too care about you. I know. I may not love you like Stephen does, but but I do care. I'll be back before you know it. I'll get this work done, write this book, and I'll see you both for Christmas. We recently found a metric ton of Alalia damselfish. They've only been documented a handful of times before. They, they, they were a lot further north than the other sightings. I'm pretty sure that's a result of warming oceans. Sounds great, Mike. I'm going to submit it to the Journal of Experimental Marine Biology and Ecology. Hopefully, it'll make a bit of a splash. Oh, I hate your puns. <laughs> I'm sorry.
My work's going good too, by the way. Thanks for asking. Uh, sorry, how is work going? Yeah, good. Finish the blueprints for a new cargo ship. Should see it made in about a year and a half. You can come see the construction when you're here. Impressive. Look, it's getting late. You need to stop chasing refish, Mike. Do something with that intellect of yours other than using it for sardonic quips. You used to have so much passion. You used to have purpose. I... Did you say porpoise? What? No, I said purpose. Could have sworn you said porpoise. Well, I definitely didn't. I must just have porpoise on the brain. We came across a dead one today. My intern wants to try and solve its death. Did it leave any dying clues? Did it write the word Racha in its blood? The old English for hunting dog? No, German for revenge. Well, either way, it wouldn't have been that useful as a clue. Unless the porpoise was killed as a hunting dog out of revenge at sea. I can't see it being pertinent. Maybe we could even throw in the hunting dog being called Rachel as well, and the porpoise just didn't quite manage to finish spelling it out. Maybe we could. I've never seen the logic in dying clues. If you have the energy to write something in your blood, surely you have the energy to try and live or get help. Maybe. I'm going to go. Let me know when you've solved it. Make sure you have enough painkillers for your shoulder. It's been nice talking to you, Mike. Call again soon, okay? Okay. Can I come back inside now? It's tough, Dr. T. Yeah. It's difficult. That it is. I wouldn't know what You can stop now, Scott. Thank you, I just... God, I hate Stephen. What a bastard. Grrr. Bloody Stephen. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad he's there. I just wish... I just... I just get too obsessive with, with work and... Well, well, work. I had to provide for them. I, I... Who am I kidding? There's no excuse. Mary was always the earner anyway. I, I wasn't ready to be a father. I'm still not. I think you'd be a great father, Dr. T. I wish you'd been my father. Thank you for your weird but... Appreciated compliment, Scott. You can't be everyone at once, Dr. T. You can't be a good scientist and a good father. You're not God. I think you can be, Scott. Some people manage it without being the personified Christian deity. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. At least the weather's cleared up. Although, did you hear the barrier reef's been pronounced dead? No. Holy shit. How did you hear about that? I was listening to the news on the radio. Well, a break in Kevin Gates' debut album. The DJ said so, and he had no reason to lie. Wow. That's rubbish. Yeah. Shall we pour one out? For the Barrier Reef? Sure. Go get the whiskey. Not the good one. Cool. Get two glasses. Let's drink some of it after we pointlessly pour it into the ocean. Sure thing, Dr. True. Must admit, I'm, I'm not surprised about the reef, though. 50% of all coral have died in the last 30 years. I mean, how can people ignore that 50% of an animal species has died out? Coral animals? 
You must know that. Yeah, I did. I was kidding that time. Gotta name this next book before the end of the week. Found it. What book? The book I'm meant to be writing. What's it called? That's the point, Scott. I don't know what it's going to be called. I have yet to name it. That is literally the entire problem I've just raised. What's it about? Well, the, the last one was about a marine biologist and his collapsing home life, also the escapism of diving and the silence the ocean provided. It ended up being inadvertently philosophical and quite well written. How did it end? That's the thing, it, it kind of didn't. It, like, it didn't have any resolution. That was kind of the point. It just was... I don't know about that, Dr. T. Stories kind of need endings. It's like one of those three things they do need. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Maybe he can have an affair. Uh, no. Uh, best not write that. It needs to be about something bigger than that. Maybe it should be a metaphor. I'm not sure about that. I try to stay away from those myself. Maybe he's dying in this one, and he's diving at the Barrier Reef, which is also dying, so it's a, it's a metaphor for him. Like, a, I use it for free, indirect discourse... Uh, Maybe he has cancer? Again, um, not sure about that. Why not have a hitman kill his family and he has to get revenge using his marine biology knowledge? Like maybe he feeds him to sharks? It's an option. I'll uh, consider it. What was the last one called? The Deep Blue Silence. Hmm. You could call this one The Deep Red Silence. That way it plays off on the previous title and it's red like the blood of the hitman. And his family. Fuck it. Why not? That'll be the working title for now. Right, should we pull one out? Hey, Dr. T. Dr. True? <clears throat> Dr. Truesdale? Yes, Scott? I've always wondered... Well, I've just wondered... Why did you become a marine biologist? Mm. I guess I've always liked being away from people. Yeah, I get that. Why do you want to be a marine biologist? It can't be the pay. I don't know. I've just always loved the sea. It's it's nice. Uh, remind me to phone the Japanese tomorrow to tell them that their porpoise died. Do you think they speak English? Probably not. I hope they do. They, they must. They, they probably have a better education system than we do language-wise. I wonder when Chinese will become compulsory won't be till we're spacefaring. More spacefaring. When we actually land on the moon. Let's not get into that, okay? All right, ma'am, but Kubrick predicted the future, I'm telling you. I hope you at least know the Earth goes around the sun. Does it, though? Does it? Did you ever solve who murdered the porpoise? Or can you not tell me, am I still a suspect? No, Scott, you're not a suspect. Who do you think did it? Well, probably another animal. Not a bad shout. Porpoises are often killed by sharks, killer whales, grey seals, bottlenose dolphins. Dolphins? Why would dolphins do it? Because porpoises remind them of their children. Why would that make them want to kill them? Dolphins are what you would define as evil, Scott. We don't know exactly why they do it, but it's most likely mating instincts. By killing the young, they make the mother available to mate again. Porpoises remind them of their young and so on. Or worse, they may just do it for the fun of killing them. That's horrible. Yep. Welcome to nature. They're also rapists. David Attenborough lied to me. 
I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it still doesn't justify how horribly we treat them. It doesn't make the cove any easier to watch. Still. You know, penguins, they rape their young as well. Please stop. Uh, okay. This is why we don't watch films together, Mike. Dr. Truesdale. What? I called you Mike. You didn't correct me. Oh, sorry, Scott. Uh, don't do that again. Remember my doctorate and my last name? Yes, Dr. Truesdale. Smug gits. Well, it was a dolphin, then. I didn't say that. Just said it would be a good guess. Shame it's wrong. So who did do it? No one. Or at least not directly. From the looks of it, it was the prop of a ship. Uh, the propeller. Severed its spinal cord. Was probably bow riding. So it was murder. I doubt it. Man slaughter at worst. Well, uh, porpoise slaughter. It's hard to deliberately murder an animal with the back of a boat. There are a lot more simple options, like a harpoon or global warming. So it just swam into its death. Why wouldn't it avoid the propeller? Probably didn't register it as a threat. Or was too focused on hunting prey or socialising. Sometimes they don't hear it until it's too late. The bow of the ship blocks the noise of the engine. It's called the bow null effect. Lots of ships just jet across the ocean without a care for marine life. You're meant to stay below ten knots in protected areas. Like a party boat trying to travel with the time zones to draw out the night? Like a party boat trying to travel with the time zones to draw out the night. Princess Diana, do you think? It's not as if we're drowning in suspects. I guess that's it, though. They get away scot-free. Get it? I, I, I got it. But also, no. If they were responsible, they might need repairs. And it's not as if there are many major ports nearby. Just the one. That will be 3,000 pesos. Assuming you don't want it moored for longer. There you go, my good man. I was wondering, do you know if the Princess Diana is docked here? Uh, she'd be looking to have her prop fixed. We're good friends of the owner. What kind of boat was it? A tri-deck yacht, I think. Uh, it was a yacht, at least. Uh, <laughs> I'm not great with boats. I think I know the boat of which you speak, though my memory is hazy. Although there is a small matter of confidentiality, of course, the Princess Diana may not want you to know she's here. Like I said, we're friends. That may be so. There's still the issue of my hazy memory. How about if I helped you? By offering to pay any fees for medical assistance uh, to improve said memory. That's a waste of time. You should get Dr Kawashima's brain training. You know, on the DS. Are you trying to bribe me? I can never accept money for the location of a ship docked in my harbour. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to... No, you are going to have to pay a fine for trying to bribe me. A fine? Yes, Mr... Smith. Joseph Smith. Mr Smith. I'm Diacopi. Tom Diacopi. Well, Mr Smith and Diacopi, you're going to have to come into my office and pay it now. And while I'm there, I want you to be very careful not to look around, just in case you should accidentally see the location of the ship on my board. How much is the fine? I don't know. Uh, 10,000 pesos? Uh, I think you'll find, if you check the most recent ruling, it's only five. Oh, no. I know the ruling you made, but it's actually seven and a half. Six. Doc, he knows the local laws better than we do. He rumbled you. Just accept it. Fine. Six it is. Here's your fine. Step this way. Hey, couldn't I have been paid with that money? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Now tell me, where is she? Mooring G Siam. Have a good day.
nice one, Nicola. Get this engine working and we'll be back on the sea in no time. Whoop, whoop. Propeller. I need to fix the propeller. The engine is fine. You see that there? The dent? More of a ding, but yeah. Uh, what's the difference? Not much. More of a size thing. A dent is more than a ding. Regardless, I need to flatten out that lovely moon-shaped bend in the blade. Can you pass me two adjustable wrenches? These ones? Yep. Right, I'll fix this wrench here and apply this one here. Note how gently I apply the pressure. See, I've already worked out most of it. Shouldn't take much to get rid of it. Oh, nice one. Can you see how the blade looks a bit sawtoothed as well? That's the burr which we'll need filing down. It's a bit like sharpening a knife. Want to give it a go? Sure thing. So, when you were growing up and shit, did you always want to be a ship captain? Not of a party boat, but in general, yeah. We play with the cards we're given. It's not bad, though, have some fun routes. Though some days it does feel like being a glorified cabbie. What about you? I'm just sort of drifting at the moment. Not sure what I want to do, really. You don't really strike me as the typical party boat passenger, if you don't mind me saying so. It comes a little forced at times. I'm just taking a year out. I have a bit of money. My my mother died. Um, sorry to hear that. It was an aneurysm. Died in her sleep. It was quick. But, yeah, I have a bit of money, so I thought I'd travel. You know, we are looking for crew, if you'd be interested. You've handled yourself well during the collision and you have a knack for learning things. I don't know. I'd have to discuss it with my girlfriend. Salutations. Do I have the pleasure of addressing the owner of Princess Diana? What's up? You're not the owner, Gail. You're one of the passengers. No one here is the owner. I am, however, the captain. Captain Nicola Morstan, at your service. Do you recognise my voice? Should I? Not really. It was pure coincidence that we met on that fated stormy night. We were but two passing ships, after all. Literally. Thank you, Scott. You're those weird people who loved fish. What? No, no. We're, I'm, I'm a marine biologist, uh, Dr. Mike Truesdale. Potato, potato. No one says that. What can I do for you, Dr. Truesdale? Hey, Gail, can I get a selfie? What? Oh, yeah, sure. Sweet. <clears throat> well, I just thought I'd pop by and offer you the chance to confess. Confess? To what? To murder. Thank you, Scott. What? That's crazy. I can assure you no one here has killed anyone. This is a party yacht, for God's sake. Oh, but you have one Delphinoidia Ficinidae, a mere swine. What? A porpoise. Cool fin. Stop it, Scott. That's the third time. The rule of three is over. Oh, yeah. Don't try to deny it. I performed a necropsy and found internal bruises, which alongside the massive lacerations all coincided with injuries typical from a ship's prop. About the size of, I don't know, a tri-deck yachts. You did? Shut up, Scott. 
What's more... No, you're right. We did hit one a few molecule. days ago. What? I said, yeah, we hit it. I remember. What of it? So you admit it? Of course. It was an accident. Fucked up our propeller. What can you do? Well, it's an offence to harm marine life. An offence to harm marine life? What do you call fishing, putting them to sleep? I mean, it's an offence to harm a porpoise. They're protected under the Marine Mammal Act. Oh, well, I'm happy to admit it to you, but I deny it to anyone else. Don't worry. Once was enough. I'll just play it back from now on. OK, look. It may be an offence in the UK, but this is the Philippines. They won't care. What would we even get? A fine? You're right. They won't care. It was, after all, an accident. That doesn't negate the fact that you took a porpoise's life with your reckless sailing. I think you should donate some money to the Porpoise Conservation Society. You can clearly afford it. What's that supposed to mean? I mean, you clearly inherited this ship, along with all your daddy's money, and now you just spend your time cruising across the ocean without a care for marine life. I told you before, Doctor, I am not the owner of this ship. I'm the captain. I didn't inherit it or any money. I'm paid to pilot it. It's a paid job. Does anyone pay you to do your marine biology? Or does a university let you do it for free? You know what? You're a small man with a small job who's come over here to lord the death of a porpoise over us because it's his only way of exercising power. I'm sorry we ran over one animal. It happens. I actually happen to run a tight ship, despite the inherent nature of a party yacht. You really need to work on your hammer, Wallet, Doc. Right. OK. I apologise. I admit I... I admit I made some assumptions. However, you did kill this animal, and it does matter. I'm sure you and your passengers can spare some money. Not going to happen. Just move on. It's a porpoise. Who the fuck cares? Normally, I'd agree. Life, after all, has no inherent meaning or value, and it would be a waste of time to get justice. However, I am very bored, and have a desire to prove that I am as intelligent as I see myself... As you say, I have a small job and am a small person, so let's circle back to the legal status of your crime. What about it? Well, compared to, say, illicit drugs, it's insignificant. Like weed. Did you know weed is illegal in the Philippines? Now, the Filipino authority might just care about you bringing marijuana into the country. Allowing your passengers to bring illicit drugs into a country with particularly strong laws against them isn't the definition of a tight ship in my mind. Gail, put it away. We could get rid of it in a second. Again, it would be your word against ours. Yes, but they do say a picture is worth a thousand words. Or a selfie. Boom! Here's a leaflet for the charity. You can make the donation by phone or online. didn't expect Gail to grab my phone and throw it overboard. Yes, thank you, Scott. Came out of nowhere. Surprised me. If I'd seen it coming, I would have been able to stop. Yeah, I know, Scott. I was there. It was good of that captain lady to offer to pay for it, though. Yes, Scott, it was. You didn't need to get her to donate the money to Porpoise Conservation. You could have just taken the money and got a new phone. Nah, it was the only way to get justice for Finn. Also, I don't need a phone anyway. Roaming charges were probably going to kill my bank balance. You know you'll still have to pay that even without the phone, right? Oh. Rip. You can use my laptop to tell people on Facebook you don't have your phone next time we get somewhere with Wi-Fi. Also, you can use my phone to call anyone important now. Yeah, should probs do that. Thanks, Dot. I was wondering... Yes, Scott? 
Does your phone have a camera, Doc? Yes, Scott. Could I get a selfie with you a sec? It would have to be tasteful, Scott. No silly faces. Sure thing, Dr. Truesdale. Truesdale Episode 1, A Study in Porpoise, was written by Kito Madrell and directed by Janet Lala Hamlin. Dr. Mike Truesdale was voiced by Alex Horn, Scott Hopkins by Elliot Fulkus, Mary Truesdale by Ellen Carnatzer, Stephen Rankin by Gavin Hughes, Lauren Truesdale by PJ Kennington, Jerome Lestrange by Oliver Cuenca, Gail by Ray Walsh, Captain Norston by Janet Lala Hamlin, and Harbourmaster by Ben Greenland. Featuring title music by Ben Greenland and Chris Tinsley, and end music by Ronnie Cook. Our sound engineers were Sanket Soraya, Matt Jarvis, Chris Tinsley, and Ralph Whitehead. And our script editors were Catherine Gilman-Lewis, Ray Walsh, Sammy Saunders, and Gavin Hughes. Next time on Truesdale. How does Truesdale feel about anime?